Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your girl V Henny, man. You already know the vibes, man. Today, yo, I have a dope chef. He stay on his grind. He goes by the name of Chef Winston. One thing that stood out with me um, in your bio is that every dish starts with a conversation. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, that's perfect for today. That, act, that phrase actually came from my father, okay. God rest his soul. He always said growing up, never become a dinner conversation. Like basically don't let, when in school, mm-hmm. don't let the teachers go home and talk about you. So I turned that to a positive. It's like, I'm going to become a good conversation when people go home, whether they're going out to eat, or whether I, I, I do meal prep for them, whatever kind of food I bring to them, whatever they want it. Mm-hmm. My food becomes a, a a good conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yo, I was just like, oh my god, this is perfect. <laughs> and I was like, this was meant to be. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but um, definitely let those um who are watching today. What are what 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 are we cooking? What do we have here? Well, we doing um jerks. We doing jerk salmon. Okay. With um with a pineapple rum glaze and um sauteed asparagus. Mm, yo. Don't mess with me and my cooking skills. I'm making maybe huevo fritos with... Nah, let me stop. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, everybody got skills. Everybody got some kind of talent they can use. I mean, you know, um, let's just dive right into it while we're here. Um, Culinary has always been like a... I'm not going to say a passion of mine fully because music is my number one. Gotcha. But... I learned that once I started diving into, um, once I became pescatarian, I started learning a lot more herbs, started learning new dishes, and I started realizing how much in tune I started getting with cooking. Yeah. So, like, listening to you, how you're prepping everything, um, my first question would be, did you go to school for this? Yes, I went to two schools. I okay. went to the New York Restaurant School. Okay. Um, this was in 99. This brings out my age. <laughs> I went in 99, <laughs> 2000, I went to New York Restaurant School. Um, couldn't financially finish. Okay. So I left. Um, recently, about a year ago, I went back to school because I had ended up losing my job. So I just I had to went back to culinary school to finish up my degree. Okay, okay. I mean... That's, that's regardless of what, that's an accomplishment. Of course. No, I'm not mad at all. I mean, everything happens for a reason, season, and purpose. No, absolutely. Absolutely. So right now, because I know we was like looking into all of this right now. Um, you mentioned earlier how like the way the prepping style, right? Yeah, that's basically what it's called. It's called, it's a French term. I learned this in 99. It's called mise en place, meaning everything in its place. That's okay. how I live my life, um, whether it's in the kitchen or... Anything I do, everything okay. has to be in its place in order for me to be well organized. Mise en place. Mise en place. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Timer, okay. the oven's ready, so we're good. So with the, with my mise en place, uh-huh. basically, since okay. I'm doing the since I'm doing the asparagus. Okay. Um, it's what you call blanche and shock. Um, blanche and shock basically is boiling hot water. You take your veg, drop it in the hot water for maybe a few, maybe literally literally less than a minute. Okay. Till it turns like a bright, depending on, let's say we use asparagus, it's going to turn like a bright green. Okay. Then you take it out, you dip it, you put it in ice, you put it in, in cold water, and shock is basically stopping the cooking method so that when I'm ready to saute, okay. it's already ready. So I just got to get that gloss and that color on it to cook to, um, oh. to cook to bring it up to that shine. Like when you go out to go eat okay. and you see that little shine, yes. that's basically the inside secret of what they were doing. 
Oh, that, that's crazy. I, I, did, I had no idea. Yeah, it's a, little secret, it's a little secret that we know about. Okay. So in the 90s, you financially, you had... Um, you actually you put you put it on pause. Yeah, I put it on pause, and then I um I end up getting a job at um this one time. Yeah, I met I had this one time I had met my son's mother. Okay, and um I was working at I, I, at first I was working at uh, as a supervisor at McDonald's. That's okay. where we that's where we met, and then I landed a job as a um as a barista in in um Starbucks. Okay, over in the city. And then time moved on, and they moved me to a supervisor. So it's like I was doing other things. I was still in the the food and beverage industry, yes, but just wasn't in my core, like okay. where I knew where my soul knew I should be. But I was still dibbling, dabbling. I did security for a while, okay, but I wasn't happy over there. It was like I, I was just working just to work. So when did you, was when did you realize like, all right, you know what, I'm doing all of this. Again, as you mentioned, I'm not happy. Uh, I need to go back to my passion. When was that realization for you? Um, when I was working at the security security company, and I heard about this um, new restaurant opening called Le Pan Cordiang. Okay, it's a Belgium organic restaurant. Mm. So I I, decided, I applied for there, and I ended up getting the job there, and I loved it. Okay, it, it wasn't really like it was cooking, but what they did they did they did open face cold sandwiches. Mm, and salads, okay. and then they did like they they had their of course every restaurant has their brunch specials, so they did their brunches. It was a nice little place to work at. Only fortunately, the location that they put me in was in the West Village, and it wasn't popping at that time. Okay, so they end up shutting that one down, and I had to end up just doing what I got to do again. And then I, I landed a job at um at Applebee's. Okay, I landed that job doing that as a prep cook. Mm. Started as prep, I became their um, their trainer. I became a tra- prep trainer. Okay. I was enjoying that for a while. It had a lot of benefits. The managers respected me, and then I end up. Um, I told them, you know what? I don't want. I want to be more than prep. I want to work the line. So they gave me a line position like, as a fry cook uh, twice a week. Okay. It was during the day, during the lunch shift, so it wasn't that busy. It was okay. I loved it, but then things happened. I end up. I end up losing that job, and it's like. What is my what's my calling? I ended up working at places like TGI Fridays, um, Olive Garden. I worked at for Chartwells, which I own a, I own a college kitchen. Okay. Then I ended up moving from there and I went to Empire Casino. But in between all of that, it was helping me get myself together to where I am now. Oh, okay. Like basically learning. I took I, from every location I worked at. I took something in to to learn to to do what I'm doing today. Tell you what I'm doing. That's what's up. Yeah. I mean. You know, trial and it's not that it's trial and error, but it's just basically you had to. I feel like I'm a big believer. Like, I don't think everything. I don't believe in so much in coincidence. I believe in trust. Everything's part of the process. Yeah, and the part that I forgot to add in, and I'm laughing because um, around the year of 2009 is when I met my wife, mm. and she kind of like in the world of Jay Z, she George Bush the button. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she helped me. She pushed me towards what I wanted to do. Like, I wanted to, I want, she knew I wanted to be in kitchen, the kitchen. So she kept helping me update my resume and make sure I got my shit together and getting me into the game. Okay. Um, I told her I want to start my business. What she do, she helped me. She started helping me get my business together, getting, getting um, insurance, okay. getting, getting an LLC. 
getting everything that I need to be done. Like like right now, I'm in the process of doing what they call MWBE, which is a men and women's business entrepreneurships. Okay. They're kind of like big in the city. So I'm doing, I'm working on getting that done. But because of COVID, everything got put on pause. Mm-hmm. So uh, like I said, she's been a really big influence to me with getting, she's like, she's like a, a, a go-getter. So it's like, you can't be with a go-getter and not go get things she's, at all. She's inspiring you. Yeah. She's motivating yeah, you, which so, is dope. It didn't know it absolutely is. Sometimes it drives me crazy, <laughs> of course, but I respect it. I want to even front on, on national TV and say that I'm, I don't respect it. I respect it every day because, like I said, I'm here yeah. because of her pushing and, like, I'll say, driving me crazy. Mm. So it's good. That's beautiful. Thank well, you. shout out to... Yo, shout out to your wife, yo, for pushing you. You know why? Shout out to your wife for pushing you is because you, again, like you said, we're here, you know. And I met you at in Brooklyn at that at the event for yeah. uh, Miss Avery. Uh, Avery, yeah, Miss Audrey Avery's birthday, and yo, everybody was going crazy for the food. I didn't even get to try it. Like, I thought you did. I'm sorry. I didn't. It's totally fine because um, I'm pescatarian, so I know like you have guys have um, wings and stuff like no, that. No, I should have the. I had um, you could have eaten. Okay. I had I had um, sh- I had shrimp kebabs. Oh, look at that. Them things went like they went like crack. I I could imagine. They when I well, last thing I remember was putting the tray out, uh-huh. setting myself up. The young lady that was working for the company. Um, told maybe announcing the food's ready. I turned around and within thirty minutes, the shrimp was gone. Everybody spoke very well of the food. Yeah, that's that, that's the, that's where everybody kept coming up to me, trying to um wanting to get connections with me uh-huh. because they were like, "Yo, the food is phenomenal." Like they want the same question you asked, like, "What's my background? How long mm-hmm. I've been doing this?" Um, just getting wanting to know about me. So I was like. I felt really humbled by that. That's dope. That's dope. Now, moving forward, I mean, you know, that's how, you know, you're here. Now, I, I want to know, basically, because I know you're making um, salmon with um, pineapple glaze. Um, like, I just want to know the actual ingredients. Okay, well, with the with the with the salmon, uh-huh. I'm not. I don't like to over season my food. Okay. Um, basically, I know some people hear this thing about oh, salt and pepper is not uh the the color the people of color way of doing it. Uh-huh. But but salt and pepper with a with a with a seasoning something you you add you add more to it. Uh-huh. But that salt or pepper is like a a baseline to your seasoning. So with that, I do salt and pepper. Okay. Of course, it's a Caribbean dish, so I add a little thyme to it. And um, gotcha. I add jerk seasoning, I add jerk seasoning to it. Okay. Um, for the glaze, for the for the pineapple rum glaze, it's basically um, sugar. Okay. Uh, pineapple juice, rum, and and uh, butter. Okay. And okay. we basically cook that down till it becomes like a thick sauce mm-hmm. that you can layer it over the salmon. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. I have went to apply for a culinary, um, culinary school right right before this happened. Yeah. And. My question to you is, what's your specialty? Mm. Because I, when I went to the school, they were telling me, like, you need to figure out your specialty. Well, there's a couple of dishes that I make mm-hmm. that I can say that are, like, my my um, favorites. One of okay. my favorites is, I wish you could have had it, my mac and cheese. Mm. Because I make my mac and cheese a little different than, it comes out creamy like a, like a southern mac and cheese. Okay. But the only difference is I don't use milk. Interesting. I use I, I make a home ba- homemade Alfredo sauce. 
Oh wow! So I use okay. Al- I use Alfredo sauce instead of instead of milk. I tried it one time as experiment, and it worked. And trust any event I go to, any family function I go to, I got people telling me, "Make sure you bring your mac and cheese." I have I a niece. Imagine. I have a niece that loves my mac and cheese. That she's like, anytime I go, I got to make a tray for. I got to make one tray for the family okay. and a small tray just for her. Yes. So yes. that's that's been my number one thing. My number two thing is um. My curry fried chicken. Okay. Which is basically normal fried chicken, but except I use curry two, twice. Basically, I season it and marinate it with cook with, with um my my my, my seasonings. Mm-hmm. Um, I let that sit, or possibly if I can overnight. If not, I do it like during the daytime. Let it marinate for at least an hour, or okay. two hours, and then when I do the flour base, I add flour. I add I use my I use flour, all-purpose flour. Okay. Um, cornstarch to first to holding it. And um, okay. I season it with the curry flour, curry powder in there. So basically, you get you're getting it, you're getting a double a double whammy uh-huh. of the curry. Okay. Now, when it comes to, do you find it complicated to create a menu, um, or like how long does it take for you to create one? It takes time. Okay. Um, creating a menu is because you gotta look at like like a, a chef friend, my friend Chef Gary taught me. Um, you gotta do the basically a little like the five five four three method. Okay. Five ounces of protein, four ounces of starch, three ounces veg. So okay. you gotta figure out what people are gonna like. You gotta figure out which one you can, which one is cost effective to get. Because I could buy any veg, but if it's like if I'm spending all this money on veg mm-hmm. or starch and people are not liking it, it's waste. It's a waste of time. Okay. But doing the menu, like I've done menus, it it does take time. But it's just it's just sitting there and just getting focused. For me, give me a good cup of coffee, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, I can, yeah, yeah. and I can just <laughs> give me some coffee and give me some good, like honestly, um, as my youngest calls it, disco music. Okay. And I can just get focused and just get it done and get it done. The okay. Doing doing the protein, doing the protein is easy. Mm. Like I can pick up an idea of like different type of proteins I want to do. I can look through my menu. I can look online. I can get an idea from other chefs. But my dip, my not difficulty, but my challenge mm-hmm. is always like the starch. Mm, okay. The starch is like the veg. I can do a veg, but starch and veg is like you got to make sure they balance out right because you don't want one overcook, overpowering the other. Like I don't want to do like a, I, do, I could do like a mash and a broccoli. Okay. Or a mash and asparagus. And being of, of, of Afro-Latino background, we grew up on rice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, rice and beans. That's all, all I know. So, <laughs> I'm tired of it. <laughs> so, I mean, I still make my rice too, but um, you, you, you learn to balance out your different um, your different types of food to go with each other. But uh-huh. it's it's fun when it's trying when it's time to experiment. It's fun. Okay. It's time consuming, but it does get it does like it opens up your brain to make you think. Okay. So that's why I love it. Now you know when. <laughs> Yo, is is it usually like this in a like in a? Yes, that's why I'm. That's why I'm feeling it. Calm though. I'm feeling it, but I'm used. But think about like this. You you have in a in a in an industry in an industry in an industry kitchen. Okay. You normally have say a stove top like this, Mm -hmm. but not just four burners. But you're looking at at least eight eight burners. Okay. Um, you have a flat top. You have a fryer. You have a grill. You have all those things going at extreme. You have, you have a salamander, which is basically the, the overhead heater. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have all those things going at least three, four hundred degrees all the time. So it's okay. like you 
you get used to it. Okay. Now, like with me, normally, if I'm not, if I'm in the kitchen, I normally keep this open. Okay. Because it's like you feel it, but I'm since we're doing an interview, I say, you know what? Let me keep my professional status okay, and keep okay, it buttoned okay, up. Okay. But if we're normally in the kitchen, this stays open. Okay. Okay. Because I would have been like. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah, nah. Nah. But, you know, I was told that in the food industry, especially when it comes to like you know, wanting to become a chef is very competitive. It can, it is, and it can be. Okay. Um, cause everybody, everybody wants to be that top dog. Everybody wants to be the, the executive chef. Everybody wants to hold a title. Everybody wants to have those keys as in the keys in slang terms. Okay. But it takes time to earn those things. Like you can't, like I've seen kids that come from straight from culinary school and be like, Oh, I'm the executive chef. No, you got to earn your way. Like I, mm-hmm. like I, I earned my way to the top. Okay. And I'm still climbing. It's like you gotta take your time. Just learn learn one thing I learned about this industry, you always you, you I won't sit here and tell you I know everything because I don't. Okay. There's chefs that I that that, that the chefs that I know that teach me. I teach them. I had a chef friend of mine call me the other night when I was making I made um I made a dish mm-hmm. and called me, it was like you did this good, but you could have did this a little differently. Okay. And it's like I, I thanked him because I'm like, you know what? You didn't have to do that. But he's like, he's like, I seen you, I seen your inception, and I see how you've been growing. He's like, I'm proud of what you're doing. So I want to make sure that when you're doing it, you're doing it right. What was the dish that made you realize this is what I want to do? Age of thirteen. Okay. That's the story. At the age of 13, um, when you was 12, 13 years old, my parents had gotten divorced. I saw I was living with my mother. My mother ended up getting a, she ended up getting a part-time job, and she worked, like, was it Thursdays, Friday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. So Thursday nights, I would be home, I'll be home eating. I have to cook, uh, mm-hmm. fend for myself. So I would normally get Chinese food, pizza, uh, TV dinners. I got tired of it one day, and I was like, you know what? She had a steak in the freezer. Okay. I end up, bless her soul, I ended up calling my grandmother to kind of guide me through it. Okay. She taught me, I ended, up burn, I ended up burning it, but just the fact of just doing that, okay. I was like, I like to cook. Okay. And then time, as time got older, when I, um, I got to college, um, I went to a small, I went to a college, a small town upstate called Herkimer, New York. Okay. And it was mostly a predominantly white um um, neighborhood, white area. Okay. So only a handful of people of color. So when I was there and I was cooking, it was like the people, people were from all of them. I was, people of color were from the city. So to get city food up there was like yes. Mm. So they they loved when I when I went when I used to cook like on weekends the cafeteria would close. Okay. So that's when everybody would scrounge around and buying this and buying that. And I was like, no, I cook. The people would give me the money and I would buy it or I would use my own money. My mother's gonna kill me because now she's she, she gonna know where the money went. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I would buy food and then make it for make it for everybody. Like a lot of my old college friends, my Facebook friends now that see me now, okay. they're like they remember the days of me being in that basement apartment wow. making um, ch- curry chicken. Well, that's when I was learning to make curry right. chicken. Then now I'm like totally advanced on it now. Okay. Now what's a what would you say would be like a dish that was very complicated for you, but now you can like. You can you can tear it up. You're gonna laugh. Okay. Rice. I'm gonna, I'm not even gonna laugh. You know why? I I feel like I always have an issue with white it's, rice. It's not just you. I hate it, it's, bro. No, like, it's my wife will honestly tell you, I couldn't make rice. I could make any other dish on the planet. Mm-hmm. If you give me the recipe or give me the technique, I can do it. Okay. But rice, the the portions always mess me up. I end up either making it too dry or too soupy. 
Okay. So one day, my wife ended up buying me a rice cooker. Okay. And that became my best friend. Gotcha. <laughs> so I can make rice and peas in there. Some people, some people are controversial about making it in there, but if, I, but if you have, especially if you own a, if you own a restaurant, uh-huh. you don't got time to making big batch on the stove because you need the stove to make your other food. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people I know, especially in West Indian, American, whatever restaurants, they have a rice cooker that they make their rice in. Gotcha. So for me, it works. And I've, gotcha. since then, I've been, I've my wife actually gave me a compliment on how I've stepped my game up with my rice. Really? Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Hold on, we're gonna take a break. I'm going to come back, and um, we got more Chef Wisdom right now in the building. Let's do this. The, 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 the Artistry. Catch us on YouTube, Facebook, or Outlets. Follow us, The Artistry NY. Hey, yo, we back in the building, man. We're back in the building, man. It's your girl, V. Henny. We got Chef Winston in the building. What's going on? I'm here, you know, having a little tropical drink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Winston is here doing his thing. Let me ask you a question, right? When on? it comes to asparagus, how do I know if I picked out like the right batch? Um, for me personally, okay, I could tell by the color. Like right now, these are like at the point of gotta use them. If you don't use them, gotta get rid of them. Okay. And then with me, um, how I cut like you basically what you gotta do, you line them up. You basically you try to line them up, okay. line the tips up, and then what you see is turning color. Okay. Is where you want to cut. Mm, okay. And put that away for you. Interesting. I had no idea. Yeah. So, like, what's a, like, I guess, what's the ideal color? Um, like, I want to say, I, I like a nice olive green, like not an olive green, but a um, it's olive green? like a nice green like this. Okay. Like a nice bright green. Well, I can, I'm, I'm, I can, I'm good at it. That I can bring it back to life. And make it come into that color, yeah. Hmm. So I could do it like that. Can you? Uh, how, how is that a secret of yours? Or <laughs> no, just I can try just like with the blanching and shocking, like I've mentioned before. Okay. I can blanch and shock and bring it back to um, and bring it back to bring it back to life. Okay. Okay. Now, when it comes to salmon, one thing about salmon with me, how I feel like now is that I'm starting to narrow it down when it comes to cooking salmon. But at the beginning, I used to. Over, it was overly dry. Mm. See, that's a trick. That's why I have this now. I was going to show you this later, but right here in this pot, in this bowl, uh-huh. um, to avoid from making sensitive salmon, and a lot, I'm giving the fact you're pescatarian and there's vegans and there's vegetarians out there. Mm-hmm. What I do is um, I put I put in, the, I have, this, have my baking sheet here. Okay. I put them in a veggie bath. Oh, so okay. that way, that way they don't feel so dry. Like you just give it, like you put them in there, let it, let it soak, so that that way the, the base of it doesn't taste so crispy. Okay. It has like a nice soft. Like when you when you cut into it, it's not you're cutting rubber. Like you can tell when you, it'll go straight. The, the knife will go straight through it. Okay. Okay. Now, so, do you think? Do you find cooking like seafood in itself can be a little bit challenging? Um. Yeah, because especially example like making um, like making example like um, like a lobster for example, okay. you have to be extra careful with lobster because if you if you don't take care of it, it can end up dead, and you don't really want you don't and it's unhealthy to cook um, dead to cook dead salmon. I mean dead um dead lobster. Excuse me, you always want your lobster to be fresh. So yeah, seafood is a little tricky, but. I'm up. I'm always like up for the challenge of it. 
Wait, wait, so wait, you it's best to have it fresh. Yeah, always your salmon your salmon has to always be um your salmon always has to be has to be I mean sorry lobster. Your lobster has to be fresh, but your salmon, of course, it's good to get fresh salmon. Okay. But you can do frozen. I got chefs I know that personally despise um frozen. They'd rather spend the money and get the um Same and here. get the fresh. Yeah, I like to get the fresh, like... Yeah. I, they, they call me bougie for that. I'm nah, just not like, bougie. Just you know what you want. So, like I was saying, so basically what I'm doing now is just okay. giving... I'm not going to put it on the salmon. Oh. I'm going to put it around it because I have it seasoned. Okay, okay, okay. So, basically, I'm just giving it a, I'm giving it a bath. Okay. So, are you are we cooking that with the... Yeah. Like, so, it yeah. absorb yeah. the we, juice. It absorb ah. the juice, and we're going to put it... We're gonna put now. We're gonna put this in the oven. So the oven is pre. It was. Uh, we have pre- heated um, that for what? Three eighty. Three eighty five. Yes, my. Okay. If people, when people that are watching this video that know me and have watched my videos, they know my my favorite number to cook at okay. is three eighty five. Is it? Yeah. Why three eighty five? I know it's just like a that temperature is like it's not too hot because mm-hmm. you know the normal people always put it at three fifty. Three fifty okay. doesn't. Three fifty works. But I want it where it's like not fast cooking, but example, I'm cooking like a chicken in there. Okay. If I put it 385, I can get that crispness on the outside mm. and still get the inner taste where it won't be like a rubber taste, that rubbery taste on the mm-hmm, outside. Mm-hmm. Like get the flaky but soft, tender taste on the inside, if that makes sense. Okay. Now, question. Talk to me. When I was a meat eater, I was a big steak eater. Steak mm-hmm. eater. I used to love my steak medium rare. How like how do you know when you have the perfect let's just say a ribeye steak medium rare like? Well, you can do you can test the ribeye two different ways. Okay. Um, because we, um, you can do the touch the finger touch the, the finger touch method. Okay. Which is basically like you take your fingers and you touch this way like that's well done that's medium well that's no sorry that's um that's rare mid rare mid well. Well done. Like when you touch, like when you feel gotcha. the that's yeah, well yes. the toughness. Okay. So that's how you know when you go when, you, when, you, when you're um, touching it. But because I'm dealing with the industry, mm-hmm. um, you can't always touch, you can't always touch people's food. Yes. So even with gloves or not, you still people 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 are still you want to be you want to be careful and good with people's food. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I use my trusty thermometer. Okay. To temp to temp it. Okay. 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 What's um like the I guess the temperature like for that. So we're looking at a medium. We're looking at um, medium rare, if I'm correct, one thirty-five. Okay. Medium is one forty-five. Mid rare, I mean mid uh, one fifty-five, and then one sixty-five is well okay. done. Are you the type of chef that do you taste your own food, your own dishes? Because there's some people that like my mom. She will cook, and she's like, I don't taste my food, and I'm like, you're bugging. Like me, I taste everything. No, I. That's how I got this. Okay. <laughs> from, from tasting, from tasting my food all the time. Okay. Like I make something, and well, my young, my youngest, he's my my cameraman. Okay. He'll he's my um how you put it, he's now my unofficial but official taste tester. Okay. He'll okay. Be like I want to test it for poisoning, and I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so now, nah, but he's that. I have my wife. My daughter, okay. I have them taste test me sometimes. I taste myself because sometimes I taste things and it's like I think it needs something. Okay. But then when I have them taste it, they tell me it's perfect. Okay, okay. Or need this or need that. They'll double, they'll reassure me that I might need something or I don't need anything at all. Mm, okay. So that, that's why I just, I, I got to taste my food. I got to make sure. Okay. I have to know. 
I'm putting out good food, whether it's for my family okay. or for guests. I guess I make sure always make sure I gotta put out good food. Let's now let's go back to okay. You went from 13 falling in love with a particular dish. Then you went from college to basically cooking for other students in a sense, yeah. right? Now when did I know you met when you said you met your wife, she pushed you. Yeah. But when did you officially start your business? I went public in twenty seventeen. Okay. I went and got my I went and got my business registered by the state. In the zone catering. In the zone catering. Okay. At, in twenty in twenty seventeen. Okay. A year almost a year later I got my LLC. Okay. Dope. Now twenty seventeen to twenty twenty. How was that process? Um, it was up. It was up and down. Like I really wasn't. I was working at it. Okay. But I wasn't working at it. Like I end up. Um, something that I'm, I was going to reveal later, but I do it to you now. Like I came down with a. I was going through a bit of depression. Okay. Okay. So I really wasn't pushing myself. Like people would ask me how the business, and of course, you tell them that it's okay. You don't want mm-hmm. anybody in your business. So I ended yeah. up fighting it, and just because it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't until. Um, this quarantine, this COVID nineteen. Some people say it's a curse, and I call it a gift. And here's why. Here is why I call. Thank you for that. Here's why I. Here's why I call it a, a gift. Mm-hmm. Backstory. Um, the, what, it happened to be. As I said COVID nineteen hit. It was the beginning of March. Okay. Um, which made my wife and my kids stay home. Okay. Like I, so I was battling my. I was battling my depression. I would literally like I would I would drive my wife to the train station, mm-hmm. my kids to school, come back home, and me and my dog. I have a beautiful little Shih Tzu called nickname. His name is Panda. Okay, um, okay. He, me and him would lay down in the bed and watch TV or just fall asleep. I wouldn't wake up till like it's time to pick. It's time to pick the kids up from school again. Wow, which would okay. be about four o'clock. So I really wouldn't do. I wasn't doing nothing all day. Okay. Till I said when they they came home, they were home now. It was like okay, my wife wasn't trying to hear me sleeping all day. She's like, I don't care what you do. You just just find something to keep yourself um, productive. Yes. So I started like cleaning up and doing little things, minuscule things here and there. Then one day I thought about, I, I had, I did a, my, one of my externships, we made this dish. It was basically asparagus mm-hmm. with, with um, shaved carrot, with ca- shaved carrot, like, okay. how you, like a, like a, like, you know, like the, like the meat slicer. Mm-hmm. We meat sliced um, carrot slices to make them thin. Yes. And we rolled them up in asparagus. Basically a side a side dish, so okay. I thought about it one day. I was like, I wonder if I could take chicken and do the same thing. Okay. So I it's took some, it's something like a pig in a blanket type of style. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay. 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 So I took the chicken, I cut it up, and I I started making it. I said, and my wife was like, you should record this. So I did, and from henceforth, that became the, the making of Winston's Quarantine Kitchen. Mm, I love it. That's and it's been I- it's been going on since I said since March. We're now in the middle of July. Would, would you say that this, because you starting the you know Winston Quarantine Kitchen, the the start of you coming out of depression? That trust me, it was. Okay, it woke me like every day. I was inspired to like. As you saw me getting ready when I came in here, mm-hmm. that's basically how I get my kitchen set up every afternoon. Like in the mornings, I get up. Um, I have a ritual where I get up, I do my morning, I do my morning prayers, mm-hmm. um, make my bed, of course, clean up, iron my clothes. Even though I'm in the house, I still iron something to put on because I learned through my wife again. I prop her up because she kind of like she's helped push me. Okay. So it's like she would get dressed in the morning, and sometimes I would just stay in my my pajamas. Mm. And she was like, just why, why are you in your pajamas all day? Put some clothes on. So I ended up 
every day I would, I would get up, iron out something, even just like um, basketball shorts and a t-shirt. I would make sure I, I would I'd pick a shower, get myself together, and just be up the whole day. Even if I was doing nothing or doing simple things, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. felt refreshed. Mm, okay. I mean, it makes sense, right? Because I feel like when they tell you to dress for success, right? If you're going to be in pajamas, you're, it, 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 it's going to shift your energy into a more lazy mode, etc. Now, when you switch your dress code, in a sense, for me, I may be wrong, but I feel like when you dress to success, for whatever type of success is for you, I feel like it's going to shift your energy. It Trust me, it does. It absolutely does, and it, and it did. Okay. Because I said just getting the fact of getting up and getting myself together, and doing things around the house, getting things to get the the hunt, the infamous honey do list, okay. and getting things like that done, doing things for myself, um, in a mixture of family care and self care was what um, helped me get back to where we are right now. Okay, okay. Now I just want to say congratulations for even overcoming depression. We were just talking about like how how depression really takes a hold of a person. It trust me, I didn't realize it until I came out of it. Okay. It was like literally could sleep. I could end up sleeping the whole day and it'd be, I'd be fine. Mm. And I didn't realize nothing wrong with it till she, oh, oh, like you're going through depression. I'm looking at, I'm looking at definitions. I'm like, this is not me. But, but I realized everything doesn't happen the way it's, it's pre-written. Mm-hmm. Just because it's written one way, actually, it's actually going to happen that way. It's going to end up venturing off on different avenues and yeah. plateaus. Mm-hmm. So that's how I realized like, shit, I'm really going through this right now. I mean, what are some things you can, like, for the, you know, our future chefs, you know, who are, who want to pursue this career, but I, I, I feel like anytime a person follows their passion, we have these moments where we stumble upon dark moments. What are some words of wisdom that you can provide to others who, who probably stumble with, with, with having a dark moment? Honestly, and I'm putting, my, my business, I'm putting myself on blast, Seek therapy. You're the second person to say that. You know that? Seek therapy because there's sometimes you got your friends uh-huh. and they're always going to give your friends are going to give you, tell you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. So you got to go to an independent source and let them tell you what you need to hear. Gotcha. So I'm, I'll admit, I'll admit it. Yes, I see one. Okay. And it's, it's been help. It's been helpful. Absolutely helpful. But you know, sometimes the old school back home myth is, Oh, the, those, those are, that's not good for you. That's whatever the case may be. But to me, it helps me. Mm-hmm. It helps me. It helps my family. It, help, it helps me from being who the person I was to who I am now. Okay. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. That's dope. I, to, that's dope, to be completely honest. You're the second person, second person that I've had on my show, and they mentioned therapy. You know, I'm pro-therapy, um, and I'm like, I've done it once, mm-hmm. and... I've done it once, and I would tell anybody I would do it again. Yeah, like you got to find the person that you got to find the right person uh-huh. that clicks with you. Okay. Like I had one before, and it was like I tried this this online therapy session, and okay. the guy who I had was I told him I want a person of color, but they gave me um, a Jewish man. Okay. So in their terms, that was a person of color, and we didn't not because he was Jewish, but just like we didn't. You, you guys we, didn't connect. We didn't, we didn't click. Okay. We didn't click at all. So it's like I canceled that service and I ended up sticking with somebody who's um who's worked for me. Okay. Okay. And like when you when you really just like sh- take off that shield of 
what's the word I'm looking for? Shield of knowing it all or you're good uh-huh. and just open yourself up. It works for you. You can't go into it with this old, I'm, I don't need help. I don't, yeah. I'm good, blah, you blah, blah. You have to be completely You open. have to be like, you have, you have to be to the point, I need help. Yeah. And basically like, help me. Help yeah. me be, help me not to get away from me. Help me be a better me. Hmm. No, that's, that's bars right there. You know, <laughs> I, not, it is, yo, because it's like, I feel like we, as a Latina, right, mm. And um, growing up, there was mainly guys. You know, the way we grew up is is the stigmatism of a man is not supposed to cry. Not that's a sign of weakness. He's not supposed to go to therapy because that's some, that's a sort of weakness. Mm-hmm. Or you're being you're crazy. You know, ex cetera, You know, and the fact that you realize that you actually are open to it and at that you are letting other other people know like yo do you know like you have to just be completely vulnerable to it and and be open-minded to the idea that you are sharing these intimate moments with someone that you do not know yeah because i'll admit i was an asshole Mm. i was i really had like a short fuse temper okay i was hot-headed i would snap happy it wasn't good for it wasn't good for me Professionally, okay, and for my family, okay. So like, you know what? I realized it's like enough is enough. It's just so toxic that you was just yeah lashing it out on other people. Yeah, and it's like I had to just like I had to just it, and it, it's not it's not when you it's because anybody could tell you every day you need it you need it you need it. It's not till you hit that wall and it's like okay, I need it. Like mm-hmm. I gotta get I gotta get myself together. Like I really need to get myself. So what was that in. part with that wall? Where like what was that moment? For you, um, it what what think I think what really made me realize I needed it mm-hmm. was about two years ago. Okay, um, my mother got diagnosed with colon cancer. Okay, and I'm dealing with a lot. Okay, there were a couple other things that I can't publicly mention, but totally um, we were dealing with dealing that we were dealing with as a family, and it's like I needed help. Okay. I need someone to talk to besides my wife. Okay. Because I felt like talking to her, I had to write her, had to write her a, co- a co-payment all the time. But I was like, you know, I need somebody independent I could just speak to and just let, let, just let it out. Let it air my, air my, not dirty laundry, but just to air my laundry. Gotcha. And they're not judgmental. They're not opinionated. They're there. They're open-minded and really like there to guide you or structure you or give you the blueprint on how to become you basically tell them what you want to do mm-hmm. or you give them the ideas mm-hmm. and they help you become that person. Gotcha. I mean, again, it's a beautiful thing. You know what? That was like two years ago. So now 2020, we're in a place where. How are you taking this whole COVID situation? Because I feel like as a chef, you know, um, if, if your company, you, 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 you take orders, you do delivery, and et cetera. So I know a lot of people were skeptic at the beginning. Of course. And um, that's why I made sure I got, it's a company called Safe, Safe Serve. Okay. Which is like the number one brand of um, culinary restaurants, because the culinary industry where certified to, to serve food or work in the food industry. Okay. Now, I, I made sure I got certified to deliver and pick up food via COVID. 
Okay. Like they get, it was like uh, each I had to watch like two videos, which was like an hour and a half each. Okay. Um, on the proper usage, the proper handling of of um, like of, delivering of or? delivering. Okay. The proper handling of food before I even before they, let's say I'm delivering to you. Okay. Before I even get to you. When I'm in my kitchen, the way of handling it, what to touch, what not to touch, mm. how to avoid it, and cross contamination. Well, cross contamination is something you got to watch out regardless. Mm-hmm. But in the sense of in the sense of COVID, of being just extra extra precautious. Yeah, yeah. If that yeah. means put, putting like forty five different gloves on a day, then you got to do what you got to do. Gotcha. Damn, that's a lot. It is. That's a lot. Listen, we're gonna take a break. The, the, the artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry NY. All right, so we're back in the building, man. We have Chef Winston in the building with me. He's preparing everything. The salmon you took out, correct? Yes, and All that's right. the salmon right there. She's been temped to a temperature of 145. Um, looking nice and crispy. That. I'm going to put it, let me show this baby real quick. Show this baby, oh my lord, mercy. Oh my god. Why my salmon can't come out like that? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm I, I'm pretty confident with my salmon. I feel like, let me tell you something. I just I just um recently have my first, like, w- w- what type of knife is it? Like a, that knife that I, that I love. Like a cleaver. Like a meat cleaver, yeah. Oh, man, I feel like I'm unstoppable in the kitchen with that knife. Well, be careful with that meat cleaver, because trust me, <laughs> um, we've, I've, we've all, ha- I've had some doodads with the um, meat cleaver. Okay. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I, thank you for that, because I'm very clumsy. So, um. <laughs> so what? What's basically like what you want to what you now? Like I've shown you before with the, the thing with the with the um with asparagus. The asparagus. Yes. See now it's like a brighter color now. Yeah. So I basically, do. I just blanched it for like a few, just like less than thirty seconds. Okay. And it comes to that bright color, so I'm gonna let it sit in the in the cold bath. Okay. Before I start in a few seconds, but what I want to do now is start working on that sauce, but um. Yeah, the meat cleaver is good, but basically, what you do when you just say, let's say this was the say this was the meat cleaver. Okay. You basically take the take don't everybody does this. No, no. Move it. Um, everyone I know everyone holds it like this. Yes. They think that's sturdy. No, the way to hold it, you take the two fingers, uh-huh. your thumb, and your um, I keep I keep index, index yes. and just grip it and gri- it. grip it like this. You just grip it like you keep your you keep the index finger. On the flat, okay. and you keep your thumb posted, and you basically use your hand, your other hand as a guard, but you don't put your hand like this. You put your hand like so, yes. and use the, the grip. When you become this, the real when you become better or comfortable, you can actually boom, 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 boom with your fingers close to you. But I would not tell you do that at first because you may cut yourself like I did in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, just put your hand away okay. and just judge it, judge okay. it, judge it. But once you feel comfortable, to always keep your your knuckles away. Okay. Because trust me, I had an incident where uh, wasn't I was talking and not paying attention, Ooh. and I ended up cutting the tip the tip of my um, index finger off. Really? Yeah. Ah. That that wasn't pretty. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it wasn't. Um, yeah, no. Usually when I like because I have a fascination with the with a knife, like so I, I have to I had to learn because I I. Kid you not, I almost like <laughs> took a finger off. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, you got to pay attention to this. Yes, like, you definitely do. <laughs> you definitely, definitely do. 
So right now you're you're greasing the pan. Correct? Yeah, because I'm about to work on the I'm about to um work on the I'm about to work on the um the sauce. Okay. Oh, the sauce. Yes, yes, the glaze. Yes. Uh, now you know what I find to be um complicated for me. And what's um, that? I would love to learn more. Would be what is it? Um, the presentation. Oh, that's presentation is the most to me personally. It's the hardest because it's like you want again, like you want your food to become a dinner conversation. Uh-huh. You want that. You want that. Somebody you're gonna rest your your say for me, I'm a, I'm a chef in the kitchen and I got this plate going to say her mm-hmm. and you're it's you're sitting at another table and you see it you don't know what it is you don't know you don't even know what it's made of but the appeal of it makes it like yes I don't care what it is I want that that's the kind of thing that that's the kind of thing that you yeah. gotta do but presentation is like you have to be really patient and pers- you have to be really patient with it because. Okay. It takes time. It honestly, to me personally, it takes time. What would you say would be uh, a weakness of yours when it comes to, um, you know, becoming a chef? My, my perfection. Mm. Why's that? I feel like we're in an interview. You know, when you're like, so why you want to work for this company? (laughs) (laughs) Nah. Um, Personally, my perfection because. I like things to be perfect. Okay. And if it doesn't come out looking right, I'm like annoyed. Okay. So I just try to do my best to make things look as a friend of mine taught me to make it look sexy. Oh my gosh, smells good. So wait, we added um, We added the jerk the jerk marinade. Okay. Um we add a little bit of sugar. Sugar. We are adding the sriracha. Sriracha and then rum as well, right? Yes, but okay. we're gonna do the. We're gonna. What I'm doing right now is making a thick paste. Do you paste. have to put certain particular ingredients first? Before? Yeah. Okay. Like you want to put you you want to put your thick ingredients first to thicken up the sauce. Okay. Then you want to put your liquid. Your personally, you want to put your um your liquids afterwards so okay. they can incorporate together. Okay. Okay. So now going back to one of your weaknesses is being a perfectionist. Yeah. Okay. Why would you say that's a weakness of yours? I don't want to. It's like it can be. It's like a, I guess it's a gift and a curse. Okay. Because like you want your plate to be perfect, but then if it don't come out perfect, you don't want to serve it. Mm. Like if it doesn't look right to me, it's like I don't want to sell it. I don't want to put it out there. Okay. But then what I might look at as not look. What I might look at as not looking right. Somebody else might look at that as. It looks good. Why are you stressing yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, when it comes to your your company, uh, because, again, you mentioned that you do um, take orders and you do deliveries. Yeah. So what's particular, are, like, what are the, how many, before anything, how many entrees you have? Well, I'm working, uh, right now, I just, I, right now, I just finished up my, my to-go menu. Okay. Which I'm actually going to launch this week. Okay. Um, I have, um, I have about... I have two burgers. I have a chicken sandwich. Okay. I have. I want to say like this. I have my version of the Popeye chicken sandwich, mm. and then I have what I call. I have what I call the Winston's the Winston's quarantine burger. Okay. Because staple those are staples. People always want chicken sandwiches. People always want a burger. Yeah. So I make sure I got that. I also have a vegetarian dish, which is my eggplant parm. Nice. I have for my veg for my pescatarians. I have seafood. 
Okay. That have the grilled, the option of fried shrimp, broil, uh, sauteed shrimp or broiled shrimp. Okay. Um, for my chicken eaters, I have um, chicken masala, chicken parm, um, the curry, my curry fried chicken. Mm. And for my pork eaters, I have a roasted pork, a, ro- a roasted pork tenderloin dish, which is basically um, r- pork tenderloins chopped up into, into mini into mini squares. With um, pineapples, onions, red and green peppers, with like a Hawaiian glaze. Nice. That sounds good. <laughs> so wait, how long did it take you to uh, make this menu in itself? Like, just working on it overall. Took me a minute. Took me. A, it took me a minute. Why to did get... it take you a minute? It's just because you becoming a, you being a, pres- a, a perfectionist. Perfectionist, no. Um, well, that was something to do with it, but making sure I, I provide. The right dishes, okay. Because there's so many people out there doing food, doing food service, mm-hmm. and everybody basically got the same thing. Okay. I didn't want to have I didn't like like seafood bowls. Everybody loves them. I yeah. love them. I love them too. But if I got 15 people around me that are in, in my in my network of friends mm-hmm. that are doing it, why am I going to be 16? Let me be gotcha. number. Let me be number one. And doing something different. Gotcha. I'm going to add that to my menu, but I'm, I'm going to add it my way to make it seem like, okay, I want this. It just looks and sounds different. Okay. So I, that's, what, that's, that's what took me so long to create the menu. And then I uh, also let people, other chefs that I know, look, look at my menu and tell me if I'm charging too much, if I'm charging too little. Okay. Like what's going on with my food, with, with, my, mm-hmm. um, with my menu. So it kind of worked itself. It took a little while. Then, the, then the pricing was like, I don't want to say. Said they tell me if I if I under or overcharge. Okay. And it was like, okay, some people tell they're telling me you're undercharging for this, you're overcharging for that. Gotcha. So that's what made it work out. Then I had to give I had to give it to um, um a friend of mine who's a my friend Eric who is a beautiful um, graphic designer. Okay. He he did my menu for me and it looks beautiful. Mm. So he was I had, to, I had to wait for him to finish. That's so good. finally, like I said, it finally finishes now. Just. It's now about just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I figured today is like one of the days I can let let the world know that I am, I know I've talked about it on my social media, but I am this week launching the, um, the food, the, the food, the food delivery. That's what's up. I mean, so now you have, you do have the menu as you mentioned, right? Yes. So you already know guys. So do it to launch it by Friday, by Friday. All right. So you know what? I'll post it. I'm gonna post it on my on the artistry website um, on the artistry uh, Instagram, and we're gonna have the menu up there. And so you're delivering what all five boroughs or throughout Yonkers or like what any particular or it's just like how's that going? How's that gonna work? Is I'm gonna try and do my deliveries like a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay. If it, if it gets to, if it gets to where during the week I need it, then I will do it. Okay. If you need something during the week like a Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll make it happen. Okay. But I'm trying to deliver Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, like example, since I'm in Yonkers, I'll do Yonkers and Bronx on like a, a Friday. Okay. I'll do Hall I'll do Harlem on a Saturday. Okay. Um okay. Harlem going into Lower East Side, that area like Saturday. And then Sunday will be like my Brooklyn Queens. Well, yeah. even Manhattan I could do Harlem and Queens because yeah. that's, that's just jumping over the bridge. But like my my Sunday will be like my Brooklyn day. Gotcha. Because I can also at the same time, while I'm out in Brooklyn, go visit my mother. So I kill two birds yeah, in one stone. Actually, actually, yeah, definitely. Let me ask you about that because now, like, 
you know, speaking on that, like, how are you able... Because I feel like this. I feel like when you're dealing with something emotional and personal, sometimes it can overcome you business-wise. So how are you willing... How are you able to balance everything out with, you know, with your mom, with this? Now you launch in the whole... Uh, takeout menu, you know, and just everything in itself. Um, I've been able to balance it, and again, I'm I'm, I'm boasting about her, my wife. She okay. helps me keep everything. She helps me keep me balanced, like how to get this done. Like some things I forget because I got so much on my mind. Okay, she's like. Don't forget to do this. Or you need this. You need that. Sometimes it's like the wife oh. is your manager, yo. She's like your <laughs> slash manager. <laughs> yeah, she is. I, I'm about to start paying her for the. I'm about to start paying her. But I was thinking about, I was thinking about actually um, incorporating my mother into my business. Okay. Because she's about she's about to retire. Okay. Okay. And it's like she wants something to do. Mm. So I could incorporate. She's good at managerial skills. Okay. So I could have her do like the the paperwork and the paper trails. I like. I I can do it. Do I like it? No. No. And it's a lot for it you. It is. So, give, honestly, give me the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me my jacket. Give me my give me my stove. Give me my flat top. Give me all that. Okay. That paperwork stuff, mm, I'm good. I learned that, um, it's crazy because I learned that I caught myself moments cooking and it was like my sanctuary, you know, like. It is. It, it's so, and then like hearing people Telling you, oh my God, this is great, or even or going for seconds, it's just so like. Oh yeah, trust me, my favorite, my my, <sighs> what I love, what I love honestly, is if I do an event, just like when I did the event that we met at, doing that event and going home with empty pans, uh-huh. is a beautiful thing to me. If I go home, if I go home with pans of food, uh-huh. I'm I kind of I'm not I'm not on some depressiveness or just sadness. Okay, I'm just like okay. What went what went wrong? Like what is it that the people didn't like? Was it that did I bring the wrong did I bring the wrong um protein? Mm. Did I bring the wrong side? Did I choose something that was too heavy for people to have? Uh, so how long have you been stirring this for? I say maybe a cup, maybe like five minutes. Okay. Cause it's it's thickening it's it's thickening up. Okay. But I got I don't want it to burn. Okay. So I have to constantly keep stirring it. Okay. To avoid it from burning. Oh, man. That's like, it looks, it smells amazing. Thank you. I'm not, I'm not even like, mm, I'm glad I bought this. They have, they had like, yo, I, I just took her recently to, um, ha, um, she had the fir- for the first time rasta pasta. Mm. Oh my rasta! Uh, yeah. I have people that love my rasta pasta. Do you? Oh, you know how to make rasta pasta? Yeah. You know I tried it and that was a fail. Like <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a buck. I tried it. My boy was like, "No, nah, this is not good." I was like, "Nope, it's a fail." Like, <laughs> nah, it just depends on who's making it. Okay. Like some people, you, like when you look recipes up, some people say to use um, heavy cream, okay. chicken broth, and heavy cream. No, okay. I use chicken broth and. Um, Coconut milk mm-hmm. to give it that island because you, it's a it's a, it's a Caribbean Italian dish. Yeah, yeah, it is. So basically, I take the, I make sure I got best of both worlds. I got okay. the chicken broth from the Italian, and I use the I use the the, the, the coconut the the coconut milk from the Caribbean to give it that nice. That makes sense. Exactly, give that nice little kick. So yeah. people love it. That makes that makes sense because it, it is a Caribbean Italian. So. 
Oh man. So okay, so now you are you're going to saute the the, the, the veggies, yeah. The me, veggies. Yeah. Let me put this baby right here next to this. Make sure now, I, I guess my off. question was, um, was, I know you mentioned that you went to school. I've heard people like I've like I like I mentioned. I I did um I did apply for culinary school, mm-hmm. you know, um, because it's something again that I am, I fell in love with. I love cooking. Yeah. Um, uh, I love learning about the spices and herbs, but some people were just like, oh, you don't need to go to school for that. Um. I'm going to tell you like this. You there, you can learn on your own. Okay. But if you want to like learn, I'm not telling you not to go, but not to do it on your own. You can self-learn. But the basic things like what they call mother sauces, mm-hmm. um, your techniques, your different types of cooking, like braising, poaching, um, searing, um, sauteing, okay. grilling, those type of things, you learn those techniques in the school. Okay. So that's one of the reasons I'm pro school. Okay. To okay. get the technique, but I'm also pro independent learning because I'm a, I'm a child of both. Okay. Okay. Like okay. I learned, I learned on my own. Plus, I learned from the school. Okay. So, like, I would say, don't just go and just learn that and leave. Go in and get the best out of it. Like learn what you can out of it, and then apply apply your regular knowledge. You uh, apply what you've learned in the in the streets to um to it. Okay. Now, what are your expectations as far as like your your brand in itself? Like, do you want to own a restaurant? Like, or do you want to be like a head chef at a particular restaurant? Um, my goal, right? I've well two goals going on right now. Okay. My short-term goal is to, like I said, do the food, do the food delivery business. Okay. My actually it's three. Yeah. Food delivery business. My short, short term. Okay. My mid, my mid-range term. My mid-range goal is to open my own food truck. Mm. And then from the food truck, I want that to expand to a restaurant. Nice, nice. So right here, you put salt. Yeah, I okay. season it. I said just season it with basic salt and pepper. Okay. Um, a little bit of butter. And I'm just sautéing it just to get that nice, like I told you before, that nice crispy glow, the nice glow um, glaze on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. See, I like. I'm a. I am such a big garlic person. Oh, trust me. I we. Man. I was. I'm not a. I. I was. It's funny. I'm not. I was because I used to buy. I used to buy the Goya, pre-cut, um, pre-cut garlic. Okay. But then when my wife was like, you know what? She's like, you're a chef. You know better. Yeah, so I'm not yeah, allowed. Yeah. To, I'm not, I wasn't allowed to buy. So she told me I had. She told me I had to buy. I had to buy the garlic and chop it up by hand. Okay. I, okay. No problem. I can go back to old school college. I'm back to culinary school and cook it by hand. Cut it by hand. But I was like, you know what? If I'm doing so much dishes, I need to. Um, I need something. So I kind of told her for what was it Father's Day? I kind of hinted at her. I wanted a food processor. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I got one for Father's Day, so that kind of helped oh, me did out. did you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I got, my food, I got my food processor for Father's Day, so I'm kind of happy with that. So it helps, it helps me out with my, um, got it. It helps me out with mash, making like a whole bunch of fresh garlic. Okay. It's like, I'd rather, I'd rather just make my own. What are to, your, like, your, your top five ingredients? My top five ingredients? Yeah. Mm. Um... 
It's a good question. Lemon pepper. Okay. Garlic pepper. Mm, okay, okay. Um, uh, pap- paprika. I love paprika. But I use smoked paprika. Okay, okay. I use smoked paprika. Um, cayenne pepper. And I have this all-purpose chicken seasoning. Okay. It's from Larry's. I don't, I'm not endorsing it, but it's Larry's all-purpose chicken seasoning that I use. And it makes my food taste fantastic really? yeah so that's what i that's what i use for all my um for all for my chicken okay okay but those are my basically like my my go-to's when it comes to that we steal a plate to make oh, this man. baby look pretty and then no dish is not complete Gotta have All right, it. so this is parsley. I love parsley. I find like one of my f- like favorite herbs would be parsley and basil. Yeah. Oh my god, I love and cilantro. Oh yes, you gotta have. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a fan of cilantro, and I'm also a good fan of ginger. Uh, you know, fresh. I'm learning ginger. Fresh ginger. Yes. Yeah, because I take my ginger, I buy it fresh, um, I shave it. Like when I shave it, when I, when I shave it with the, with the grater, okay. it comes out kind of chunky. So mm. I take I take my chef knife and I just chop it down and, and mince it into smaller pieces. That okay. way, it's 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 um dissolvable when you're making when you're it's dissolvable when you're cooking in your foods. Okay. So. Yo, we we we're gonna take a break because this looks amazing. We're gonna come back. <laughs> The, the, the artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry and why. All right, so we back, we back, we back, and we are back. We got the main dishes; they're ready. Done. Let's 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 just show everybody how. I don't even know if this is gonna do justice, bro. Like what I see versus you know when you go to like. Have you ever been to the Grand Canyon? Yeah. Okay, so you know, like, the experience in itself is beautiful, and then you take photos, and it cannot explain, like, it has no justice. Do you consider this to be, like, one of your main dishes that you like to make? Um, yeah. yeah, I like make, I like making um, seafood. I love making seafood dishes. Okay. Because you can, you, can, you can experiment a lot more with, with, to me personally, Okay. with seafood, because you can do so, it's like a salmon or a mahi, uh, a trout. There's so many different ways of variation of flavors. Okay. You can make it sweet. You can make it mid-level. You can make it sour. It's so many ways to play with it. Mm, all right. Well, I'm, I'm going to get... I'm, uh, I'm going to... You don't mind if I try that right I, now, right? I, like, I want you to. No, no. I just... Uh, let's, get, let's get one for you. I know... Knife for you as well. No, you guys eat. Trust me. I, me personally, I, the, way I, the way I work in my kitchens is I let my people eat. And I really don't eat when I'm, when I'm working. All right, so check this out. Oh man, look at this! I love the way it just fell off the, from the skin. Like, all right. You're hired. <laughs> like, he's hired. <laughs> this Thank is my you. personal chef. Wait till I make it. You're my personal chef. Like, this is. Mm. You know what I love about it? the cake? It's a. It's a it's not as intense, like you know, like so spicy. Yep. But it's a mouth. Is a it's, the flavor is amazing. I just I'm enjoying right now, like each bite I'm t- taking. There's a kick to it. 
And it's it's just like reminding me like yeah, there's a little spice into this, but mm-hmm. it's really well. the The salmon is not dry. Um, it the pineapple like I taste the pineapple. Oh my god, it's it's just I think this is amazing. Um, boom, this is amazing. Thank you for this. Oh you're my god, absolutely welcome. So wait, you like your personal chef as well? Yeah. So, like, if anybody wants to right now, they're looking at this and they want to reach out to you, like, what's, like, the best way to reach out to you? Um, I would say you can reach out to me. Um, you can reach out to me via email. Okay. Or my social medias. Okay. Like, that, those are my ways to, like, get in contact with me. Also, my, my website. Okay. Those are multiple ways to get to my website. is actually www.com. In the zone nyc.com, which and you're gonna find it in the description box as well. And my social media handles are at in the zone catering, okay? Those are my Facebook, my Instagram, my my Twitter. I don't have the t- I don't have the TikTok, but okay, that those are my three, um, my three handles that I use. Um, what I do, what um, what I do is every day, like I told you, Winston's Quarantine Kitchen, I normally post in the morning, okay, what I'm making for the day. And then by, I want to say, between that 7, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock hour, depending on what I'm doing, depending on, it's a phrase, life keeps lifing. So Mm. if life keeps lifing and I get interrupted with my cooking or I got to pause because of family issues, I try to post my videos every night. Okay. So that by the time people wake up in the morning the next day or people are up late um, on on social media, they see it. Okay. Okay, which is smart, smart, uh, smart marketing. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, one thing that I I had a panel recently, and it was just like basically like for any sort of like entrepreneurship, you know, and um, digital marketing is very important. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> People don't realize how important digital marketing is, and you have to literally have take the time to know when to post. Especially, you need to know your following. Yeah. Once you know you're following, you have to know when to post, how to reach them, how to gain, you know, like, so, I mean, the fact that you know more or less what time to post and how to do, go about it, you're, you're pretty much in the right path. Yeah, I'm, I've learned. I've okay. learned, like, um, there were times, like, example, I was looking at my watch, that was my sister calling me. Okay. Um, they will call me around the time that I'm, I'm, I'm cooking or I'm about to plate. So I normally do is put my phone on airplane mode okay. so that I don't get interrupted. So I don't get interrupted. Okay, okay. But like I said, I try to post between that. I normally start cooking like, like 5, 5.30 okay. and finish up by 7. By, by 7.30, by the time I do editing, by 7.30, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock latest, I will end up pumping out my videos. Okay. okay. Now... What's another routine of yours when cooking? Another routine. Because I know you pray beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, you, you mentioned how you prep everything and, and things like that. But what else you do as a... As a, as a ritual? Um, clean up first. Okay. Like, even though my kitchen might be clean... But if I got dishes, if I got dishes in the dish in the in the in the dish in the Lord Jesus, why is it losing? Why am I losing my words? It's right. Um, it happens to me all the time, bro. <laughs> Yo, don't even feel bad. The dish container. Yeah. Yeah, that thing. Okay. So if I got dishes in there, okay, I'll take them out, put them away. Okay. I'll um, have a have a wooden table. So I get the Murphy's oil soap, clean it down, uh, wipe down my stove, wipe down my countertops, everything that's in the recording view. Mm-hmm. I wipe it down. I make sure I got. I make sure I take out 
everything that I'm using and like organize it on my dinner table. Okay. So that I know what's what and like organize when it comes to like say, if I know I'm doing a pro, like I say the salmon. Okay. Like if I was home, I would have had the salmon here, um, the veg here with the, with the ingredients for the veg and the sauce stuff in the middle. Okay. But it's just easier for you. Yeah. It, it makes sense, and it, you know, like. It, okay. just, it works. It's a way of organizing. So like, because how unlike your table, like how everything is right here uh-huh. with my with my kitchen, with my kitchen, my stove is here. Okay, my countertop is here. My sink is here, and then the, the dish container is right there. Mm. So my table is right here where you, where this where um this stuff is right here. Yeah. So I have to keep going back and forth, or depending on what I'm doing, I put the stuff here to like so I can go. But but to start off in a sense of Start to start off in a sense of letting everybody letting the, get letting the world see what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I normally put everything on that table just for demonstration purposes only. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, yo, I, I, you know, uh, overall, like, I think it's dope having you here. Um, I, I, I appreciate being here. Nah, it's do- thank you, thank you for even taking the time because I've always wanted to have like a, just a talk with a, a chef, you know, and. Just, you know, like, just know, like, your process. And, even, like, another question. I, do you listen to music? Why would you, why are you, like... Okay, my... Like, I need to know, like... It, it's... Music, I'm an old head. Okay. I'm, I might be 44, but I have an old soul. So I love my R&B. I love my... Uh, I am from Panama, so I love my Caribbean music, mm. my soca, my salsa, my reggae. Nice. Um, but I'm into, like, say, when I'm cooking or getting get work in the kitchen... My disco music, mm. like the Alicia Myers, I want to thank you. Like I have a radio station based off of her, of her music. Okay. So I'll be listening to all that stuff while I'm while I'm cooking and cleaning. I want to say I wish you the best with everything you're, you know, you're, you're accomplishing. You know, I think it's super dope. Um, what any restaurants you're working at right now? No, right now I'm I'm a freelancer. Okay. So like I said, if anybody wants um, private dinners, baby baby showers, gender gender reveals. Um, girls night out, guys poker Let's night. Put that right here. Let's guys, right anything there. you guys want to do, I'm available. Okay. Just the, my only thing, my only request, my only request for people is if when you go to, is if I when you if you want those things. Okay. I have a prerequisite like I showed you. Mm. I have a just to avoid like questions that I may forget to ask. Okay. I have a prerequisite form that I have people fill out that way. We're not going with the back and forth. Like I know exactly what you want, mm. and that way I can. I, that way it's like. I'm not bullshitting with the numbers. Like, I got, I can calculate everything and tell you, okay, this is gonna cost you this. This is gonna cost you that. You want this? You want that? You want me to minus this? Extract that? Keep this? Double that? That way, we know exactly what we both we both know exactly what we're working with. Gotcha. I mean, it, it sounds you're you're very organized, and I love the fact that, like I said, we met we met at a at a, an event and. Yo, it's like you like it was just instantly like I needed to like reach out to you and I just bl- and and once you told me like with the whole once I saw you with your jacket and everything you were talking to my boy my boy you guys was from Yonkers yeah and so we started vibing it. yeah we started vibing I was just like yo I had to bring you up As something about you I do I do wish you to be, I know you're gonna succeed thank you so, you know it's just a matter of time and just knowing how to play your cards right mm-hmm. you understand um. But I, I wish you the best with everything, you know. Thank you. And I really appreciate guys, that. like to be honest, you're gonna find all his details, all his um, information from Instagram website to YouTube in the um, description box. So you already know the link is below. And uh, I, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been commenting. 
I'm um, showing the love and support. I already know the vibes, man. Follow this. He's definitely dope. He's the real deal. Um, I'm going to tear that plate up. <laughs> but again, you already know as your girl V Henny. Uh, follow me at V Henny underscore the artistry NY across platform. And again, you'll, follow, you'll see all the details below in the description box. And again, man, stay blessed. We love you. And you already know the vibes. Have Peace. A the, 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 the artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry and why.